Hey, greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West here, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. Well, hello, Patriots. Trebo, President, United Patriot Coin. I'm sure a lot of you have heard the story on how a $20 gold coin 100 years ago would buy a gentleman's really nice suit. And at the time we're making this video, gold sitting around $1,912 an ounce would still buy a gentleman's nice suit. But I want to take you back, maybe not that far ago, a time most of you should be able to remember the year 2000. Gold was $275 an ounce, which means if you invested a million dollars in gold, you would be able to purchase 3,636 ounces of gold. Patriots today, at roughly $1,912 an ounce, that would be worth $6.9 million today. Just another way to encourage you to be your own bank. Stay safe. Be prepared, Patriots. You know, it is always interesting to me how there are some people that can, you know, blame some other folks for doing something when they're the ones that are really actually doing it. It's that shifting blame, shifting attention away from themselves. Some people call that projection. And if there is a political party of projection, it's the Democrat Party. I mean, when you think about all the things that they say about everybody else, well, really, they're the ones that are doing it. They're the ones that's always been part of their history. And so that's why I want to discuss with you all in this monologue is the party of projection, the Democrat Party. Because there are some very interesting points that I think we need to wake up to, and it just undermines their credibility as if they had any at all. But when I hear the Democrat Party, and they're out there always talking about, you know, everybody else is a white supremacist, and, you know, you're the black face of white supremacy, and, you know, Asian Americans who stood up against this affirmative action, now they're enabling white supremacy. But the people that have always been the party of racism and white supremacy in the history of the United States of America is the Democrat Party. I mean, let's be real here. The Republican Party in the United States of America was founded in 1854 in Wisconsin. A single-issue party. Ending slavery. Abolishing slavery. Getting rid of slavery. And that is why when Abraham Lincoln was elected, as the Republican Party president, the Democrats, the Southerners, they split. Party of secession to go along with the being the party of slavery. 
But even as you look at not the prosecution of the Civil War, but more so what Lincoln tried to do in reversing this wrong, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments. Of course, he started the 13th Amendment, which was to end slavery. Democrats didn't support the 13th Amendment. Democrats didn't support the 14th Amendment, although now they're trying to like the 14th Amendment, which, you know, gave the slaves citizenship after abolishing slavery, 13th Amendment. But now the Democrats are trying to say, oh, we like the 14th Amendment. You know, they always talk about equal protection on the law when they have all their pet peeve ideological agendas. But now they're trying to get Donald Trump kicked off the ballot by invoking, I think it's clause number three of the 14th Amendment, trying to say that Donald Trump was an insurrectionist like they were, you know, the Confederacy. Donald Trump never put on a uniform against the United States of America. He never took up arms against the United States of America. But that's the only way that the Democrats would support the 14th Amendment. They didn't back then. Or the 15th Amendment, giving slaves who are citizens now the right to vote. As a matter of fact, when they did not want slaves who then became citizens, who then got the right to vote, when they didn't want them to have the right to vote, they created the country's first domestic terrorist organization. Democrat Party did, Ku Klux Klan. And why did they exist? Well, to suppress the vote of blacks. So, you know, you come at me with all this white supremacy and racist stuff, you know, everybody else. Jim Crow 2.0. I remember, you know who, Joe Biden saying that. And, and I'm thinking Jim Crow 1.0 was started by a Democrat Party. I mean, segregation, Jim Crow, lynchings. It was a Democrat president that showed the movie Birth of a Nation, which was really a, you know, laudatory historical chronicle of the Ku Klux Klan in the White House. That was Woodrow Wilson. And he was formerly a president of an Ivy League school, Princeton. We got some problems on Ivy League schools today. And so you always hear them pushing this thing off. You know, Republicans are racist. Uh, they're the party of white supremacy. You, you know, it was a white supremacist and a racist by the name of Margaret Sanger. You can read. I, I mean, you can go back and look at the, the monologue we did about her and some of the quotes she said. She spoke at Klan rallies. And her whole intent was to eliminate and eradicate human weeds and unfit, undesirables, blacks. And she professed that with her own lips. And she created an organization called Planned Parenthood, which has 70 to 73 percent of their clinics in minority, namely black communities. And who does the Democrats, the Democrats just love Planned Parenthood. So who are the real white supremacists? Who are the real racists running around here? You know, this whole thing about the civil rights legislation, civil rights legislation passed because of Republicans. Remember that party that was founded in 1854 to end slavery? Senator Everett Dirksen was the reason why the Civil Rights Act of 1964 got passed, not the Democrats. The Democrats conducted the longest-running filibuster in U.S. Senate history to block the Civil Rights Act of 1964. But somehow, it, they don't, you know, nothing sticks to them. I guess we're just that ignorant.
of a populace and a population. Or it can be like Joseph Goebbels said, if you tell a lie often enough, eventually people will take it as truth. And that's why the Democrats keep saying white supremacy, racist, white supremacy, racist. Black lives matter. Which black lives matter? I mean, when I was born, the two-parent household in the black community was 75 to 77 percent. Now it's 24 percent. Thank you, Lyndon Baines Johnson, Great Society Programs, giving women checks to, when they have children out of wedlock, but they can't have a man in the home, no working man around. <clears throat> That's pretty racist. You destroy an entire community. You know, the people that are against educational freedom, school choice, it's not Republicans, it's well, yeah, I, I guess I have to correct that because we got some bonehead Republicans here in the Texas State House. Maybe that's the reason why you see a record number of these Texas State House Republicans getting challenged in the primary because they can't pass school choice. But the Democrats and the teachers unions, they're the ones against school choice. Don't those little Black Lives Matter getting a good quality education? No, Randy Weingarten and all these people, they're more important. The soft bigotry of low expectations, that's really what this whole affirmative action thing boiled down to. You can't make the standards, so we'll lower the standards so you can get to play. My dad taught me find out what the standard is and exceed it. That's it. And the best way you can exceed the standards is get a good quality education. But, of course, the Democrat Party does not want young black kids in the inner city to get a good quality education. They destroyed their homes. They are releasing violent criminals back out on the streets so these little black kids are getting gunned down, even sitting in their own homes because of gang violence. But it's okay to defund the police. So I'm here to tell you, when, when you add things up, the party is projecting against the you know, Republican Party. The Democrat Party, they're the real white supremacists and racists. And shame on the useful idiots, Vladimir Lenin's term, the useful idiots in the black community that continue to go out there and enable this foolishness. So that's the first projection of the Democrat Party. The second projection of the Democrat Party that we continue to hear the, the Republicans and these conservatives are undermining democracy. How are we undermining democracy? I mean, I can go back and look at, I don't know, how many times that Democrats deny election results. Maxine Waters. We can go back to the, the Bush-Gore. But that's okay. But if you are conservative or whoever and you question some of the processes and procedures out there. When you question whether or not governors, secretaries, states, and judges can change election law, when last time I checked with Schoolhouse Rock, the only people that can make or amend law is the legislative branch. But when you question that, all of a sudden you're undermining democracy. Let me tell you who are the real people out there undermining democracy. It's the Democrat Party. They have allowed, I don't know, eight to nine million illegal immigrants into the United States of America, and they will tell you they want them to vote. So not only are they undermining the democracy, the representative democracy that we have in the United States of America, they're also undermining our constitutional republic. When the Democrats, when the left say they want to stack the Supreme Court, okay, you got nine Supreme Court justices. The, the left is upset because... 
a president gets to nominate Supreme Court justices. So right now we have a 6-3 conservative majority in the Supreme Court. Uh, that's just wrong. See, that's how they say the Republicans are stacking the Supreme Court. No, we're not stacking the Supreme Court. It's still nine Supreme Court justices. We had a president that was able to appoint three. If there was a Democrat sitting in the White House and they appointed three to the left Supreme Court justices, oh, they'd just be tickle pink because they would be undermining all of our rights in every single way that they can. But see, what the Democrats want to do, they want to take it from nine Supreme Court justices to 15. So they can get all kind of liberal justices in there. They want statehood for D.C. so they can get a couple more leftist senators. They want statehood for Puerto Rico because they believe they can get a couple more leftist senators. That's undermining our representative democracy, allowing illegals to vote. You know, when you have the governor of Illinois, Governor Pritzker, stand up and say that he wants to allow illegals to be law enforcement officers, you got to be kidding me. That's what he said. When you have the senator from the state of Illinois, Dick Durbin, saying he wants illegals to be members of our military, you got to be kidding me. That's totally undermining our representative democracy, the sovereignty of the United States of America, and our national security. How can you tell me you're going to have people that will all of a sudden take a note to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America when their very act of being in the United States of America was to violate the Constitution, violate our rule of law? But yet... The left is all fine with that. They don't see that as undermining our representative democracy. What they see is that's implementing their ideological rule and dominance. Just the same with ending the filibuster in the Senate, a tool that's supposed to protect the ability of the minority to have rights. They don't want this 60-vote threshold in the Senate. They want the Senate to be like the House of Representatives, just a pure majority. That's how you end and undermine our representative democracy. When you look at the fact that in the Democrat primary for president, they're not even having debates. And there are declared candidates that were out there as Democrats. Uh, Dean Phillips from Minnesota, Marianne Williamson, they're not holding any debates. They don't care about your voice. The Florida Democrat Party just said, oop, Joe Biden's our nominee. No primary election. Only one on the ballot. Told everybody else, just go home. That's undermining the representative democracy when you're taking the voice away from the people. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was running as a Democrat, and because he kept getting the Heisman from the Democrats who are undermining the representative democracy and the voice of people in the Democrat Party, he decided to run as an independent. No one's talking about that. But that's how they project while they're doing it themselves. You know, I think it was a song called The Kansas City Shuffle. You look left, they go right. The third point of the party of projection is this whole craziness now that, you know, Donald Trump's a dictator. He's going to be a dictator. <laughs> Give me a break. 
Now, I, I will tell you that when he was on Sean Hannity, President Trump could have answered the question a little bit better instead of saying, yeah, I'm going to be a dictator on day one. No, you, you know, just stop. Come on, President Trump, stop. Just say, no, I'm not going to be a dictator. But even though he did say that we're going to secure our border on day one and we're going to, you know, start drilling again, there's nothing dictatorial about abiding by the Constitution of the United States of America and protecting our national sovereignty. There's nothing dictatorial about saying we want to restore energy independence, energy dominance for the United States of America. But the real party of dictators is the Democrat Party. I mean, think about this. The Supreme Court ruled that President Biden can't just, you know, relieve college student debt. He can't just write that off. Even Nancy Pelosi said he does not have the enumerated power to do that. But what does he continue to do? Tell college students that we're going to pay off your debt. He does not have the power of the purse. But that's what a dictator does. What else does a dictator do? A dictator tells you what type of car you can drive. A dictator tells you what type of appliances, what type of stove, what type of air conditioning, what type of dishwasher you can have in your home. A dictator tells you, you know, what you can cool your house to or heat your house to. Those are what dictators are. A dictator works with private sector information platforms to censor you. That's who the Democrats are. A dictator looks at parents who want to get better education opportunities for their kids. Parents that don't want to see their kids indoctrinated. What does a dictator see? He doesn't see parents. He sees domestic terrorists. A dictator goes after their political opposition, which is why you saw the interview we had with a young man from Pennsylvania, a pro-life advocate who had the FBI raid his house in front of his family. See, that's what dictators do. That's what progressives, socialists, leftists, Marxists, that's what they do. So the real dictators are the ones that are there with a D after their name. The real dictators are the ones like Joe Biden who are telling you and, and almost did this in making millions of Americans into felons overnight because of a little plastic extension thing called a pistol brace. He didn't go through the legislature to amend the law. No, he just went to his executive agency, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Governor Michelle Luan Grisham, that's a dictator, that says, you know, oh, we got a problem with crime in Albuquerque, <laughs> basically because of the policies of the Democrat Party. So we're going to just going to suspend the Second Amendment. Yeah, we're going to take one of your constitutional rights in the Bill of Rights, in, in the United States Constitution, and we're just going to suspend it. Or you hear Democrats saying, well, gun violence is a public health crisis. Gun violence is a crisis because you're allowing violent criminals back out onto the streets while you defund the police and then on top of that, you're trying to disarm legal law-abiding Americans. That's what dictators do. 
So this whole projection against Donald Trump about being a dictator, they're the ones doing it every single day. Right to peacefully assemble, peaceably assemble? Nope. Petition your government for redress of grievances? Nope. Freedom of speech? Dictators are the ones that shut down churches. Because the very first liberty that you have in the United States Constitution is not freedom of speech, it's freedom of religion and the free exercise thereof. Dictators are the ones that go out there and align themselves with a militant Islamic jihadist group, terrorist group. And they terrorize college students. That's what the left is doing, aligning themselves with Hamas. Who killed Americans on October the 7th. And still holding Americans hostage. And says they're going to kill all the hostages if their demands are not met. A terrorist organization telling us that their demands need to be met. And the party of dictators is siding with them. Last point of projection by the Democrat Party. Everybody's an extremist. Right-wing extremist. See, the bottom line is that if you do not agree with the ideological agenda of the left, you don't agree with murdering unborn babies in the womb up until the time of birth and even afterwards, which is infanticide, you're an extremist. That's extreme. What just passed in Ohio, this issue one, where they codified the, into their state constitution the ability to murder unborn babies in the womb up until the time of birth? Parents don't even have to be notified by their minor children. Children can go and have their bodies mutilated, don't have to let parents know. That's extreme. When your policy aligns itself with the satanic temple of America, that's extreme. I mean, it was Barack Obama when he was a state senator in Illinois who said that even if a baby survives an abortion procedure, the baby should still be killed. That's extreme. See, honoring the Constitution and believing the Constitution, that's not extreme. Embracing an Islamic terrorist group, that's extreme. Remember when Donald Trump, you know, killed uh, General Suleiman, who was the head of the Iraq uh, Republican Guards Corps? I mean, the guy was a terrorist. He was on terrorist watch. He wasn't even supposed to travel outside Iran. Oh, the left just praised him, made him seem like he was just this beautiful, uh, highly intelligent and, and attractive man. And, of course, Iran was responsible for creating the explosive force penetrators, these very deadly IEDs and provides explosive devices, which were the vehicle by which so many of our young men and women in Iraq and Afghanistan lost their lives or lost their limbs. But yet they criticized Donald Trump for killing him. That was an assassination. Well, the guy was a terrorist. I think it's pretty extreme when you align yourself with a terrorist organization. I think it's pretty extreme when you want to send the number one state sponsor of Islamic terrorism billions of dollars. I think it's pretty extreme when you're selling our strategic petroleum reserve, which last time I checked was down to like 17 days, to our number one geopolitical foe, the Communist Chinese Party. That's extreme. But yet, if you just believe in the Constitution, that's extreme. You know, when you hear Jamie Raskin 
Democrat member of Congress from Maryland say that Donald Trump is an anti-Semite. Last time I checked, Donald Trump was the one that created the Abraham Accords. He brought, it was bringing peace to the Middle East. Donald Trump moved the uh, Israeli embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, first president that did so, even though there were all these threats from these terrorist organizations, Mahmoud Abbas, Fatah, you know, nothing happened. Because they really did fear him. They don't fear Joe Biden. But Jamie Raskin, who is in the same legislative body as Cori Bush or Rashida Tlaib or Miss Jayapal, Priya, Priya Jayapal, who have aligned themselves with Hamas, that's extreme. So you want to talk about the party of anti-Semitism. Again, it's a Democrat party. That's pretty extreme. When you, when you are looking at those presidents of University of Pennsylvania, MIT, well, she resigned, but Harvard, MIT, and I forget the other. When they were asked the question about the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, that's a statement of genocide. You don't think that that is harassment speech? You don't think that that is dangerous speech? Well, you have to put that in context. No. When you're saying from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, you're talking about an extreme position which aligns with the exact same position of Adolf Hitler to eradicate a complete race of people. And you say you have to put things in context, that's extreme. And I guarantee you that every single one of those university presidents that were sitting there and testifying they're not constitutional conservatives. I guarantee you, I know who they vote for. <laughs> Daggum sure ain't the Republican Party. So let's stop with all of this acceptance from the party of projection. When they talk about everybody else is a white supremacist and racist, it's because they are. When they talk about everybody else is undermining uh, our representative democracy, undermining our sovereignty, it's because they are. When they're projecting and calling Donald Trump and everyone else dictators, it's because they are. When they're out there calling everyone extremists because they believe in the Constitution, I mean the Gaston flag, don't tread on me. Remember the kid that had it and they told him he had to go home? They're the real extremists. But the bottom line is this. If you're going to be steadfast and loyal, to the founding principles and documents and values of this constitutional republic, you cannot allow the left to denigrate, disparage, and demean you. You got to see through their propaganda and you got to call them out on it. Too often we continue to react instead of being proactive against the party of projection. And if we continue to allow the party of projection to dominate the narrative, and to dominate the agenda and put their talking points out there, then we will lose the greatest gift that God has given the world. That's the United States of America. Hands down. So it's time for you to stand up. Find your courage. Put on your big boy and big girl pants. Reject the party of projection. And be steadfast. 
and loyal. Before they burn.